0: Alright, for today's episode, I'm coming at you with one of my favorite go-to portable coping skills to decrease anxiety, distress, and just general feelings of panic, and it's called respiratory control. So if any of you are anything like me, you're just dealing with a lot of general stress right now. So I wanted to come on here and make sure that I equip you guys with something that you can do anywhere, anytime. Respiratory control is gonna be one of the simplest and best ways To just gather yourself and come back to center whenever you're feeling anxious distressed or general feelings of panic and the reason this is so effective is because when we're anxious we have certain systems that kind of kick into place it's called the fight or flight or freeze mode Um, so essentially our bodies are gearing up to fight say if there's a bear that walks by us we're trying to gear up either to fight that bear to flee the situation, or we may just kind of freeze, which is also an anxious fear response. So when that happens, our bodies are responding with things like increased respiration. We're breathing really fast. Um, A lot of other changes can take place in the body. And so what this breathing does, what respiratory control will do, is it will actually reduce the anxiety and reduce the systems that are kind of at work here, it will stimulate what's called the parasympathetic nervous system. And the parasympathetic nervous system is essentially what is responsible for calming us down. So by engaging in this respiratory control, we are essentially promoting a state of calmness and encouraging that parasympathetic nervous system to to get to work in calming us down. And don't worry, I will, at the end of this episode, I will time myself for at least a minute and I will guide you guys through it with the prompts and everything. So that way you can have just a little bit more practice with it and feel more comfortable with it. So respiratory control, first and foremost, you're going to want to make sure that you're just sitting up straight. You do not want to be slouching or laying down. Make sure that you are placing one hand on your abdomen and one hand on your chest. This is just going to allow if to see if you're breathing from your diaphragm or your chest. So when you're breathing, you want to make sure that you're breathing from your diaphragm versus your chest. That way it's um, a less superficial breath. It's just going to be better for your systems overall. So you want to make sure that your stomach is pushing out versus your chest when you're breathing. So for respiratory control, what you want to do is inhale and exhale through your nose rather than your mouth and focus according to this kind of count. So focus on counting your breaths to yourself. Inhale, two, three. Exhale, two, three. Inhale, two, three. Exhale, two, three. And you're going to have to do this for at least, I would say at least a minute when you're first starting out. And I Would definitely encourage you to legitimately set a timer or have access to a clock or something because... When we're sitting, just doing nothing and focusing on our breath, a minute can seem like forever. So I don't want anybody to practice this and then feel like it's been a minute, but it's only been about 20 seconds. So legitimately, just set a timer, set it for just one minute to start if this is new for you, and then practice that three times a day. So maybe once in the morning, once in the afternoon, and then once in the evening. And then if you want, try building up to maybe five minutes three times a day. So just building up and building up. A lot of the research says that you should try to be practicing this for 30 minutes a day. But I know for newbies who aren't used to sitting with their thoughts and sitting, just practicing breathing, that can seem really overwhelming. So really, honestly, even just a minute, three times a day is gonna bring you a lot of relief and and it's gonna be one more skill that you didn't have before. So start small and then build up from there if you like. And like I kind of mentioned before, I really like this coping skill because it's portable so something that I was taught in all of my practice was that it's good to aim for learning coping skills that you could do naked alone and in the desert so music is a great coping skill when you need it and socializing or for me it's kind of coming home and like watching the office but you don't always have those things readily available. So if you're at a job interview, or if you are in line at the grocery store, or you're driving, this is something that you're gonna be able to pull out of your back pocket and be able to use anywhere, anytime, and it's really, really simple. You also want to try practicing it when you're not actively anxious. So if this is the first time that you do it and you implement it when you're really, really anxious, you're probably not going to be as patient to kind of sit with it and let it be effective because you're just going to be in go mode. You're just going to want to feel better fast. However, that is going to be able to happen And you're probably not going to remember all the skills, right? So you're going to have a hard time just being logical and in the moment. That's why it's really important to practice it while you're not in active anxiety mode. So you want to practice it when you're not actively anxious. That way you'll be better able to sit and time yourself, get control of your thoughts, bring yourself back to your breath, so on and so forth. So if you do this for the first time when you're actually anxious about something, chances are it's not going to go over so well. This is also just really meant and more effective for putting out small fires. So think of your anxiety or your distress as building up and building up, and there are little opportunities to put out small fires versus waiting for this huge forest fire to be put out, and it's really hard to put it out at that point. So you're going to have to be willing to give it some time. Your anxiety is not gonna come down if you're using a zero to 10 scale, with zero being no anxiety and 10 being super anxious, the most anxious that you've ever imagined or ever been. Respiratory control for just a minute or two isn't going to take you from a 10 to a zero. So you're gonna to have to be patient with it. You're also going to have to be realistic. If any one tip or any one skill worked every single time in just a minute or so, then therapists would not have jobs. <laughs> No one would have these issues in the first place because they would be able to just rely on these skills really consistently. And the fact of the matter is, sometimes we have to go to one coping skill, which may be respiratory control, so that that lowers our anxiety or our distress enough so that we can move on to the next thing, so that we can move forward with the job interview, so that we can move forward and you know, go and hang out with friends. And that leads us to being the second coping skill, the second kind of distraction. So you're going to have to be willing to allow it to just be what puts out small fires. Be patient and also understand that it's not going to be something that necessarily takes you from 10 to zero in in one fell swoop. Some issues with some of the people that I work with, when I encourage them to use respiratory control, a lot of times they'll say that it doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me. Nine times out of 10, they're not allowing themselves to be patient with it. So they will do a a couple seconds of breathing or maybe 30 seconds of breathing, and then they'll kind of give up and move on to the next thing. They're just so anxious at that point that they are desperate to feel better. And when it isn't immediately effective, they kind of give, give up on it. So again, just be patient. Know too that it's simple enough of a coping skill that even toddlers or little kids can kind of grasp the idea. So this is something that I have a two and a half year old and when he's really revved up, this is something that I try to encourage. And for the longest time, I thought for sure that he wasn't really paying attention to me. And I was just saying these words to him and in hopes that they were kind of setting in, but he was never really able to kind of demonstrate it for me. But it was really cool because the other day, he overheard me saying that to my husband that I was having a rough day at work. And he actually moseyed on over to me and he asked me if if I needed to take some time to to breathe. And that was really, really cool. Um, So again, it's just really simple, simple enough for even toddlers or kids to Just kind of grasp the idea. So, definitely practice with your little ones if that's something that you feel like they'd find helpful. So, that's respiratory control for you. Short episode today. Again, it's a really simple exercise, and I hope that it's helpful. Last piece of advice with this is it will work if you work it. So, you'll have to practice it when you're not anxious. You'll have to be patient with it. You'll have to understand that it's not here to work miracles. It's going to just take the little bit of the edge off and hopefully be there to help you put out the small fires. So like I said, I am going to hang around for another minute or so and I'm happy to guide you all through another minute of it. So if you'd like to stick around for that minute and or come back to it in the future, that would be great. I'm gonna just time us for a minute and let us go through that timed breath where I count you all through it. So before we do that, though, I do just want to remind you about my website. So I have tons of stuff coming out. I'm constantly thinking of new and cool things to get out there for you all. Um, So definitely keep up to date on my website. That's www.JennaOverbaugh.com. From there, you'll also find my newsletter where you can stay super up to date on all the freebies that I have. If you sign up for my newsletter, not only will you be the most up to date on everything that we have going on, but you're also going to get my free morning tracker that is going to be set up to help you have the best, most awesome start to your day. Last thing is go ahead and please share my podcast. It's awesome that it's up on several different platforms now and I don't know who it was, but someone rated me five stars on Apple Podcasts. I didn't even know that I was on Apple Podcasts, so that was really cool. And even if it was my grandma who ended up rating it, which I don't know who it was, but it probably was her. That's awesome. So go ahead and share it with someone that would mean the world to me. And if you have a couple of seconds, go and rate it for me. That would be really awesome too. Um, Just helping me spread the word and get these resources out to people who really need it at this crazy, crazy time. So thank you guys for listening. I'm going to go ahead and say my goodbyes. Otherwise, if you're sticking on, um, we'll go ahead and jump into this next minute of respiratory control. So really quick reminders, just want to make sure that you are sitting, that you're not slouching or laying down. Also want to make sure that you have one hand on your chest and one hand on your stomach. Want to make sure that you are breathing through your diaphragm, which will be indicated by if when you breathe in, your stomach comes out versus your chest. So we're going to go ahead and get started. So inhale, two, three, exhale. 2-3, inhale 2-3, exhale 2-3, inhale 2-3, exhale 2-3, inhale 2-3, exhale 2-3, Inhale 2 3 Exhale 2 3 Inhale 2 3 Exhale 2 3 Inhale 2 3 Exhale 2 3 Last one. Inhale two, three, exhale, two, three. Good job guys. Feel free to come back to this and let me know if there's any way that I can help support you. Have a good rest of your day and keep doing all the hard things.